All right, Lumberjack fans, and we are here in a new location tonight. We're tonight. In, tonight. Not tonight yet. Well, okay. Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> but we will in a dragging. We, we are dragging. The Jonas Brothers really killed us last <clears throat> night, uh, mentally and physically. But we have an exciting podcast for you today. Very Special exciting. edition. Special edition of Pardon Special Me, Alex. Guest. <sighs> Wally. Wally, Wally, Wally. Wally Ball. Introduce Wally yourself. Ball. Yeah, Wally introduce Ball. yourself. No, I'm excited. I'm excited that uh, we get a chance to visit. Um, I know that uh, we've been following you guys for a while now, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just excited that we get a chance to visit about everything going on, uh, not only just in the soccer program, but on the kind of peripheral uh, with our athletic department. So we got a lot of really cool stuff going on. Yeah, so we're super, we're so super excited. excited to have Wally. Wally's one of our biggest fans. Uh, we love Wally. Involved in many other things besides just yes. just being the head coach of, of soccer. soccer. Yeah, so there's um, a bunch of things we're going to be kind of hitting on today. Sure. There was a uh, huge announcement that just obviously happened. I mean, it feels like a few days ago, wasn't yeah, it? I absolutely. mean, yeah. And so we just know, we knew we had to get Wally on right away. And so, again, Wally is the head coach of the women's soccer team here at SFA. And he's also, give us your other titles. Oh, I don't know. You I, have a bunch. I, I I do a bunch of stuff. I, yeah. I, I like to I like to dream a little bit. I like to talk a little bit. Uh, like to try different things and try to push the envelope. So yeah, uh, mad scientist. <laughs> yeah. We we won't jump ahead too far. But, yeah. Uh, but Wally has come and spoken to us um, with the SFA Alumni Association board at one of mm-hmm. our meetings about mm-hmm. some of his other endeavors here. So we will get to that. But sure. yeah. But first right. and foremost, we'll talk about the new news for SFA women's soccer and this new announcement. So so take it away, Wally. Yeah. Let us know what's going on. Sure. I think I think uh, the big thing with <clears throat> our soccer program is that uh, we've now got um, our facility one step closer to being secure uh, yeah. from, a, from a game standpoint, uh, which will allow us to ticket. Um, that's something that Ryan has taken a, an assertive position in um, as we've kind of begun to forecast the, where the program is both next year and beyond. And so we've got, uh, we're in the final stages of um, finalizing our, our season ticket and single game ticket plan. Our, our intent mm-hmm. is that once we get um some stadium engineering done and kind of see where we can put our grandstands and how we're going to put them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the idea is that we build on what has just occurred with our new banners and new fencing and uh, put in anywhere between a 800 to a thousand seat grandstand that's elevated um, that uh, uh, will allow for chairbacks for season ticket holders. And yeah. we're, even, we're even looking at building in a shade component for our season ticket holders. Wow. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, I mean, this uh, is huge because in the past, I mean, it hasn't been a ticketed event. It hasn't been a ticketed event. It's been event. free. It's been, just it's open, been difficult. Open. It's been difficult to get numbers uh, right. because there's been no secure uh, entry point. And, uh, you know, we've had, we've had crowds, uh, you know, as high as four or 5,000 a couple of years ago when we had bonfire out there Absolutely, uh, and we clinched it against, I think it was central Arkansas that night. And, um, it was six, seven rows deep and people mm-hmm. all the way around the field. And it was part of that overflow with bonfire and what a tremendous evening that was, but we've had, uh, anywhere between 900 to 1200 people consistently on Friday nights and great games. And I think that it's one of those where once you have a formal place to sit, we're still going to, uh, if things go as we've, as we've discussed, we're still going to have a free option for lawn seating and lawn standing where you can bring dogs and bring lawn chairs. Cause I think that's something. I feel like the, yeah. a lot of people really still like doing that. You Absolutely. know, every time I've gone to a soccer game, I've always seen dogs and you know, the kids out running around. And so it kind of is a more free flowing seating Absolutely. area yeah. option. Yeah. Encourages yeah. the community to get a little more involved in attendance. Too. No, yeah. That's right. And then our yeah. students uh, will certainly uh, still get access. And then uh, from a ticketing standpoint, we're looking at, 
if you're buying a ticket, you're buying a seat. And yes. so having formal grandstands there to ticket yeah. um, mm-hmm. and then having chairbacks for our, our donors and booster club. Absolutely. So I think it's a, it's a great plan and it's something that, um, you know, we did a survey last spring mm-hmm. and, and found that through those responses, uh, we had uh, close to 250 responses um, that would buy multiple season tickets. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very likely that we would, you know, eclipse the 400 season ticket mark in the first year, which is a great target. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think that already we've got uh, close to 125 season tickets already personally accounted for with mm-hmm. our youth community that we're, we're already uh, collaborating with. So, uh, the position's there, um, the opportunity is there, and, and Ryan's taking a great role in it. And I think with our new president, him being caught up to speed uh, on mm-hmm. all of these things, he's been uh, really, really receptive. So I'm excited. Yeah. I think it could yeah. be. I think it this could is, be as soon as this fall. So, and that's awesome. I mean, I, we weren't thinking it would happen until like no. next, next season. Yeah. Well, that's but what I mean. So, so yeah. So the fall, oh, this coming. The fall, yeah. The fall of twenty. The fall yeah. of twenty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we would. We if things go as we hope, uh, we will show our funding plan, and Ryan will present that to to our board there. And, right. And then uh, they would give the green light, uh, mm-hmm. and, and then from there we would get construction beginning. And it only takes about ninety days to construct the grandstands that we're talking about. Oh wow! Okay, okay yeah. that's not bad yeah. at all. And to be fair, yeah. to be fair, it's even a semi-permanent facility. It's not. It's not even a. Uh, you know, being where we're at, we've got to make sure that you know if uh, if changes had to be made and if it had to be taken down or or. Yeah, uh, adjusted in any way that it can do that. So it's a semi-permanent grandstand. Um, um, okay, interesting. With chairbacks, banners. It'll right. be it'll be framed up really, really nice though. Right. And I think it'll it'll take us from what I think is the bottom of our league infrastructure-wise. Yeah, we have the best surface. Oh, that's what I agree. Agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So thankful for that. And <clears throat> yes. now that that fence is up with the new banners, we've got a great, great environment. Mm-hmm. But now, from an infrastructure standpoint, mm-hmm. it puts us in the top half, having Absolutely. these grandstands out there. So. I agreed. that just is so exciting for us because I've always been a big soccer person. Um, Not just obviously, you know, SFA soccer, but, you know, international, national soccer. And so um, do you think that the kind of allure and I guess the popularity of, you know, the MLS and international soccer has helped get more people into soccer here, even in East Texas. Huge. So, you know, along with this, the Delta 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 Mm -hmm. fraternity and Sigma Alpha Mu Sammy's fraternity. Yeah. um, Okay. Yeah. They, they have now joined the cause. Uh, Purple Haze has now joined the cause. And so we were actually creating this community approach to fundraising uh, for a portion of that facility. They they won't have the responsibility of funding the entire project. But it's great when students speak up and they talk about what's important to their environment mm-hmm. and what they want in their environment mm-hmm. and how they, it can be improved. And so uh, for me, the big thing is these kiddos have grown up. Our students here have grown up with the pro league right. uh, and uh, learning culture, learning fandom mm-hmm. uh, related to soccer in ways mm-hmm. that I didn't learn until I got to college. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so I think that... Uh, you're going to see a great environment there once we have this seating uh, put in. And I'm just really excited. Our students are helping fund it. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm excited to hear about the students getting involved as well. I because think that's huge. <clears throat> I mean, obviously it does make it easier to try to fundraise collectively mm-hmm. um, to get it done. But mm-hmm. I think it also, rather than just university dollars paying for that's it, right. it really gives ownership to the students that, you know, we helped build this. That's we right. wanted this. 
and it builds a longer lasting culture of involvement. With yeah, the program. no doubt. So, well, and no offense to all, awesome. you know, the general student population, most of them don't have any idea where the funds come from anyway. Right. And so right. when they see right. these new athletic buildings going up, like, you know, the basketball performance facility mm-hmm. and um, all of these things, they, they don't know where this money is coming from. And then they get really, you know, upset, like, where are my dollars going here? Why are my dollars sure. not going here? Sure. And so by them taking the lead on this, is again going to change hopefully the culture how you know a typical regular student sees athletic well i think the other part of that too is you know down the road one of our goals is to is to figure out a way that uh, respects our students and Mm -hmm. their budgets but also passes an athletic fee that's we've been hoping for a while i think i think the important thing one of the important things to recognize is the fact that when you when you communicate the the importance of an athletic fee it can't just be why is it important to our administrators and our athletic department. It can't be why we think it's important to your experience. Mm -hmm. We need you as students to define what your experience is. And Mm -hmm. then collaboratively, we work together to make sure that that's respected Mm -hmm. along with the initiatives that we have that we know need to help make us competitive and do all these other things. But I think, I think that that's something that this relationship is going to be the first one. Yeah. One first one that I know of where student organizations have come together to fundraise for an improvement in athletic facility that yeah. will, will impact their experience. Right. And so this won't be the last one, I hope. I no. Hope this, this yeah. I hope this kind of, you know, ignites a fire under more organizations I think so. um, to do the same thing. Not sure. even just here on this campus, maybe, you know, around the nation. Because, I mean, that was one of the things we were going to ask was, um, you know, this is one of the first of its kind of, one of its kind, you know, student-driven uh-huh. um, that we know of. That's right. So, Kind of how did this all come about? Did they come to you yes, or absolutely, they did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it was you know, the Delta's first. Thing. Okay. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The Delta, and, yeah. and, uh, and then we're making it a multi-organizational piece and, uh, which I think will only strengthen it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, uh, they reached out a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. Ryan and I have been talking about this now for, for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, but the, the, when, the how to, the where, and from a donor standpoint, wanted to make sure that, um, we, we design opportunities for, for support. But we also want to inspire donors uh, to support. And I think one, yeah. of the, one of the best ways we've found already is when we talk about the fact that we have a multi-student organizational commitment to this. It's, it's popping. I mean, people yeah. are excited. It's very impactful. You know, we talk yeah, about absolutely. the containers, you know, the, the, the container suites. Yeah, the mobile suite units. Yeah, talk yeah, about that I mean, real fast. We, we've already discussed that with several of our supporters. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we're going to account for several of those to be dropped, new ones to be dropped down at soccer before next fall as well. Okay. I mean, those have just been a absolute hit i mean they've gone off like gangbusters i mean 100 percent. everyone we've talked about when we were down there for the first football game and the first home game people were over the moon no doubt so amazing and if if anyone listening if you're not completely up to speed on what we're talking about um, you you can go look at the sfa alumni association facebook page and they Mm -hmm. have a lot of pictures featuring alex and i Mm. um, from the first game but uh there are these awesome mobile suites made out of shipping containers that are set up on the other side of the end zone on the track, mm-hmm. um, kind of luxury box seating. They're amazing. Yeah, it's an alternative way to watch the game because, you know, in the, in the past, it's just been, you know, the press box area, you know, the stands. Now you can actually watch it from an end zone point of view. And so using that kind of same model, but using those not only for tailgating options, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the parking lots, but also using those actually on the, on the court and on the field and on no, the and, and street you, and everywhere. When you look at, what we'll be able to put together from um, an events 
manifest, if you will, for the entire year is not only right. will we have our, our soccer games, yeah, but we're going to host with this type soccer specific facility, we'll host high school playoff games. Yes. Yeah. And that's going to generate more, you know, bonfire. Yeah. Intramural events that are out there. Maybe mm-hmm. there's maybe there's Greeks that want to put together to have a social there mm-hmm. as part of a championship game. Maybe mm-hmm. We host a championship game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's yeah. so many things that we can do that that space out there is used for. Yeah. That I think a suite would have a I great utility. Like it's been a very untapped market. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. and it's taking it's taken a while for you know these pieces to kind of fall into place right. and and you know and it's something that just doesn't happen overnight. Nope. You know, this That's is right. yeah. takes a long time to kind of get to where you guys are now. No, I'm excited. Is, I'm excited what happens over the next 12 months as well. It's going to be pretty. Oh exciting. yeah. Very, you're going to be very busy, Wally. <laughs> always, always. But you're always busy, and you're always you're always cooking up new well, interesting you, I think, ideas. I think something that I'm most proud of uh, right now is the mm-hmm. Youth Leadership Institute. Yeah, tell uh, us about that. That was next. So, yeah, we we so, have a lot of things. So we debuted the Youth Leadership Institute as part of the Lumberjack Sports Institute, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of the spinoff arm of the athletic department that is a research and development arm. Yeah. It, it piloted the token program token that we're program. still working on and making yeah. sure that from a legal standpoint, we understand all the potential impacts with that. So mm-hmm. that's still that's still alive. Because that was going to be one of our other questions so, yeah. was the tokens. So yeah. I want to segue into giving a quick background on that. That sure. would be amazing. So, so the, this is what Wally came and spoke to us about at the Alumni Association. Is the Very tokens. informational. This is a yeah. huge undertaking that he's working on. So the idea, the idea of creating our own um, kind of internal um, ecosystem for um, a loyalty program right. uh, and, and a loyalty program that can be managed by one person mm-hmm. as opposed to having a staff of people to manage it, a loyalty program that would be recognized at different businesses around town. We've got many that are very interested in it mm-hmm. that once legally we, we, cross some T's and dot some I's here on campus. Uh-huh. We actually have the the app, the initial app is mm-hmm. fully designed scope is done. Because I remember last time we talked, that was like still in the process. Yes, we've, so got, we've got the scope full done. Uh, we have not commissioned that because right. we want to wait till we get to the right part to do that. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, we're only a couple hundred hours away from mm-hmm. having that app fully functional with a full token rewards program based, mm-hmm. on, based on blockchain technology. Wow. And uh, and so we piloted that last year uh, mm-hmm. and uh, had great response, great feedback from it. Mm-hmm. Our local businesses uh, are excited about it. And, and to give you an idea, I had another conversation with the Boys and Girls Club and, yeah. and because they joined into the Youth Leadership Institute. And so we were talking about, you know, why, why, why a token? They asked about it. They said, why the token? And yeah. I said, well, let me ask you a question. How many times as a Boys and Girls Club director, how many times have you been had gotten a message late at night from one of your young people who says, Hey, you know, I need 10 bucks to, to eat. Mm-hmm. And so you say, okay, well, I'm going to give him this 10 bucks or her this 10 bucks. How do I know what they're spending it on? Right. Right. How do I get it to them at yeah. 10 o'clock at night? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what if there was a way to have a token that would be accepted a boys and girls club, Nacogdoches token that would be accepted at key sponsor and partners around town so that if you got that text at 10 o'clock, electric, electronically, you could send enough tokens to that young person, no matter the hour at night, in a matter of seconds, that you know the only place they can redeem those is, for is a place that is part of a partner in mm-hmm. collaboration with that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that just goes to show you another real life case study uh, mm-hmm. use, uh, uh, an example of use. And that's just, I mean, we're just getting started. With this. I and mean, that's just tip of the iceberg. I mean, Absolutely. it's just, there's so much you could do with this. It's again, another untapped market that yeah. again, spearheading no, we're, in, we're at as a bay. We're having fun yeah. with it. We're and on the forefront. Yeah. 
it's absolutely fantastic. We've got to go slow with it. Well, of because, course. Because yes. being so far out in front, we've mm-hmm. got to make sure there are things and pitfalls that maybe even we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of, we're observing a couple other things that are ongoing in the market um, that relate similarly to this. Mm-hmm. But certainly we have our differentiators and that when it's time, we feel confident we can execute it. Uh, we can't wait. I mean, yeah, again, we, yeah. and we're so excited to help in any way awesome. with this because awesome. it's something that, you know, everybody needs to know about, you know, yeah. whether you're a student to alumni, you know, in any way that we can get the word out. Because there's so much potential for integration of any of any any yeah. other yeah. <laughs> sector of the community or the Absolutely. college. That's right. Yeah, no, that's right. It could no benefit anyone. It really and, could. And multi-city as well. Absolutely. And one of our alumni uh, approached me afterwards and said it would it be restricted only to Nacogdoches? Yeah. So you can, you can take this global if you want. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just think about some of the things that are going on this year. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's football games that are away. There's basketball games like the Duke game. That's away. You know, yeah. you could use these things, you know, always something going on. It's, it's always. It's, it's what you can dream yeah. up to use it because Absolutely. the technology is there. It's the, it's the, the, the question with all of the tokens mm-hmm. and, and blockchain technology is not the question of technology. The question is, is of use. Yeah. And we're quickly defining and there's other ways. Uh, you know, I, I would tell you that some of the tourism industry is getting into something similar to this mm-hmm. uh, where, where you go on a cruise and you no longer need money. You, you buy tokens, you preload your wallet with tokens for that cruise and you can redeem right. them. I mean, those are That's, the types, yeah. those are the type yeah. of things that we're tracking. Yeah. Um, and so it, it'll be exciting to see where it goes. Again, we can't yeah, wait. Very, very. That is very exciting. I mean, it, this is nothing we've ever heard of before. And yeah. so whenever you first presented this, we're like, tokens? Why? Yeah. Like, but physical tokens. at the same time, yeah. why haven't we done but why? this before? It's, it's there. It you know? makes so yeah. much sense. It so now that you've does. explained the background of the, the Lumberjack Sports Institute, we explain sure. the youth leadership. Um, so this, this youth leadership uh, institute is something I've been very passionate about. I did it where I was prior um, mm-hmm. back in, in the Brazos Valley Youth Sports Foundation. I started that in College Station and and uh, we came in here, and, and I got here in 2013. It's uh-huh. crazy. Seventh year. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. right? It feels just like yesterday. No. I, <laughs> I and then, uh, you know, so we got here, and I remember one of my first Rotary meetings presented the fact that this Youth Leadership Institute and it's taken some different things to happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, one of the big mission, the big mission of the Lumberjack Sports Institute mm-hmm. is to identify and aggregate athletic assets and our assets are coaches expertise our athletes and our facility inventory absolutely those are assets of the department mm-hmm. that we need to figure out a way to aggregate them and monetize them mm-hmm. right and so the idea was we we have all of this tremendous youth leadership uh, material and experience uh and media to be fair mm-hmm. that that are currently reserved for 18 to 22 year olds mm-hmm. but what if we made them hopefully free. And we've got some grants. We got one grant pending right now mm-hmm. and potentially some additional solicitations for donors uh, to help make that free. Eventually that's our goal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. But what if we could make that at low cost, feed them and use an amazing facility in our basketball Coliseum tailgate before a football game? Yeah. But who would have thought a several thousand seat air conditioned venue with a massive <laughs> jumbotron would have been a great tailgate environment? Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Huge. No setup. Open the doors. We had our athletes volunteer. Uh, Boys and Girls Club brought people from all over East Texas to it. Yeah. Um, we've got over 40 registered for that program right now. I think where we've got registration opened again for the October one. Uh-huh. And then at that point, we'll close registration and invest in that cohort through the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. But the things that we're doing there, we're talking about some global issues. But then we're also going to have a, a dining etiquette course. Uh, 
to help get them ready for an annual youth leadership gala dinner, mm-hmm. which we'll have on campus in May. And where we celebrate everything they've done and they're doing community outreach. We've already come up with our community outreach activities uh, for the mm-hmm. year. And so it's just a way to activate young people. And uh, it's been it's been tremendous. And another good thing about this, I feel like, too, is the student athletes here at SFA are getting like real life experience for when they obviously, you know, a good population of student athletes, you know, their whole goal is to be a coach or somewhere in the athletic field. Um, Not all, but some most. And so giving them real life experience to, you know, say when they put on their resume, you know, like, Oh, we need experience. Well, Hey, I got it. Mm -hmm. You know, because usually when you graduate, you need to have experience. And when you are in college, you don't have that experience. Right. And especially for the student, student athletes, athletes. don't have as much time. To yeah. Be because in. they're devoted to yeah, their, right. to their sport. And so by giving them this opportunity in to our assets that correct. We oversee, I'll even go a step further. When you talk about the real life experience, mm-hmm. think about the real life experience those 11 to 18 year olds are having. Absolutely. When you talk about growing enrollment. Yeah. My opinion, you don't grow enrollment by having high schools and middle schools come to our campus once a year. Yeah. You grow enrollment by having young people in our campus, in our most uh, our most special facilities, mm-hmm. right? Where they begun they begin to be accustomed and they feel they belong, they feel that this campus is not for them to be in awe of. This campus is for them. Mm-hmm. And when you when you begin to get young people thinking in those terms, yeah. they'll be comfortable here and they will come here. Oh, and they will come here. Absolutely. This will be their choice. There will That's not right. be another choice. They That's will right. apply here. They'll have a connection here. That's right. They'll know the campus. They'll know the coaches. They'll know the administrators. And so it's like a no brainer. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Agreed. So that was that was kind of the, the premise behind it. Uh, my we, kids in it. Uh, yeah. My young my older daughter is in it, which I love right. uh, she's of that age. And mm-hmm. we had eSport tailgate. We were able to watch We saw that. That, that yeah. was that was really that was a cool. Blast, you know, and, yeah, and, yeah, uh, that was really cool. As we get as we get those numbers bigger and bigger, uh-huh. we'll begin to unveil some esport tournament model mm-hmm. uh, stuff, that which is huge right now. But yeah. we also wanted, yeah. we also wanted to wait to tap that into the token uh, mm-hmm. loyalty program, okay. which yeah. we're still waiting on, mm-hmm. um, and rightfully so. So yeah. we've got some 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 internal tweaking and some things we'll fine tune. But my goodness, what yeah. a great program! It's it's sounding and it's twenty five dollars. It's twenty five dollars yeah. for the entire year, and we feed them Chick fil A. Stepped in in a big way, right? Ramsey, uh, over at Chick fil A, yeah. And so some of those kids, it may be one of the best meals they have all week. Uh, is coming to that seminar. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how exciting! I mean, there's just so much going on right now. Obviously, that Wally that you're spearheading, and yeah. I mean, soccer, the the new facility. You know, the Lumberjack um, Sports Institute with the Lumberjack Youth Institute. I mean, just so much stuff. I'd say if we get this grant, if we get this grant, yeah. that we'll know by October 11th. That's mm-hmm. when the decision date comes down. It's mm-hmm. pending right now. We, we submitted it back in end of spring. Yeah. And the fact that they haven't said no yet. Right. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. But, 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 but frankly, that, that's a quarter million dollar grant. Yes. And, and the other big part of this is any facility that's, that's funded in grants, you have indirect cost sharing. Mm-hmm. So that 30 cents on the dollar, 28 cents on the dollar that were funded can be used for renovations in the facilities that were hosting these grants. Right. Which is why it's so important to have them in our athletic department. Exactly. Well, that's amazing. Agreed. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Right. We're going to come back and we're going to finish out with talking about some of the upcoming soccer games you have. And of course, tonight. Awesome. Purple out. Awesome. So stick with us. We'll be right back. All right, Lumberjack fans, Pardon Me Alex is back. 
the second half of our amazing little interview so far with Wally. Wally Ball. Wally yeah, Ball. Yeah, head Wally coach. Ball. Wally Ball, head yeah. coach of the women's soccer team. Uh, we wanted to ask you, obviously, about how far, you know, overall so far the team has done. And mm-hmm. then maybe just some upcoming cool, not cool, but like obviously cool events, i.e. the games, especially yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I think overall this season we've seen good growth. Mm-hmm. We've had some adversity, um, which mm-hmm. we're not the first team to have adversity. And I think yeah. that from a resiliency standpoint, our team is very resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very, very uh, high character group. Um, and uh, I think that as we continue to kind of tweak and fine tune things, I, mm-hmm. I have no doubt that our best soccer is ahead of us and that our young people will Agreed. get to a point where they feel great uh, about what they're doing and how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think that once that happens, all the results that we desire will come. Uh, there's no doubt that our team, as we prepare for games, that we're going to have chances to win every game we play. We've had some fantastic opponents here. UT came Oh, here. yeah. We yeah. Some really yeah. some big name schools. There's UT, U of H. U of H. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, you, know, you had opportunities to win all those games. That's right. That's right. And so Just like any other game. And, and I yeah. would say that uh, that we've had opportunities to win those games, and we're still finding you know, what our mm-hmm. best lineup is, what our best rotation is, Absolutely. And how, to, how to respond to some adversity. Yeah. Because you have to tweak it. I mean, That's because right. we, like right. you said, with adversity comes the fact that you have to your team grows that's right because you know obviously finding out what your weaknesses are you of course learn what your strengths are as well um so which is and those very are life important skills. Those are life yeah skills. exactly yes. and again we're talking about real life beyond marketable yeah. skills this does go beyond <laughs> on the field it also that's helps right. off the field too yeah. you know learning about adversity in real life situations and in the classroom and all that stuff so yeah, that's right yeah absolutely but, but yeah so tonight will be the second game in the conference mm-hmm. um yes going up against texas a&m corpus christi yep Purple out game. Purple out game. Three yeah. t-shirts if you get there early, I believe. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, other, uh, what are some other things going on tonight? Obviously, it's purple out and then free t-shirts and then yeah, I mean, the, purple the, haze. Yeah. I think the big one is, uh, you know, uh, A&M Corpus is always always a great test. Uh, yes. We have a lot of history with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a tight game, I'm sure. And uh, as, as any game, certainly in the front half of our league schedule uh, mm-hmm. has been. And um, and then Houston Baptist on Sunday, which we've got right. really good history with them, both mm-hmm. in conference tournament and in regular season. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and these are teams that, that uh, you know, I feel that um, if we're prepared and if we have great mentality and mm-hmm. great intent behind what we do, mm-hmm. I know we'll be energetic. Um, it'll be the first game with the new banners and all that. Yeah, so we're excited, excited to see that. Yeah. We're very excited. Um, but uh, I think if, if we show up uh, with, with – some of the wrinkles that we've put in this mm-hmm. last week, I think we'll have all the chances we need. So Absolutely. it's just a matter of executing and, mm-hmm. and being confident in the moments that tilt mm-hmm. games. And uh, mm-hmm. we're learning and we're growing in that regard. And certainly tonight could be a great game. Mm-hmm. We're excited because, you know, I, I like I said, I'm a big soccer fan and I haven't had a chance to come out to a game so far this season. So this will be my first game um, in a while, actually. It's awesome. just, you know, it's just well, been, you it's just been so hard to get out there just no, because right. of, you know, work schedule and everything. But, sure, you sure. know, Jacqueline came into town. We went to our concert last night, came back in town. We're here. We survived barely. Um, So, oh, yeah. It was. (laughs) Did they play the song, The Cool? Yeah. I'm feeling so cool. That's my jam right now. Isn't that great? Let me tell you what I got right here. Let me tell you what I got right here. Oh, Wally. (laughs) What are you pulling out? Are you pulling out a year? I got got this for you right here. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm ready. While he's on his double screens here, all official. Oh, yeah. Top to the bottom, just cool. 
that's my jam. That's awesome. So I had to I had to drop this on our pregame playlist. So I, that's awesome. I built I mean, our I built our pregame playlist for the yeah. team. They gave me all the names and titles and all that. Yeah. And bam, I had to drop this on number one. This is for I mean, Wally. you are going to be feeling cool with the new banners up. Hey, yeah. I mean, this is for Coach. This gets this, this gets this me is in Coach's my song. This gets, this gets me in the zone. I'm feeling so cool. What are some of the other samplings of the? Of the pump, the Let's pump see. up list, the warm up list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get down with the Mariana Grande. Yeah. No, I, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, the way the playlists go. Hey. I mean, we we got it. I mean, we got it. We got it. Uh, Wally Ball, full time okay. head coach, part time DJ. That's right. Yeah. This DJ is Wally D. That's what <laughs> That's what they used to call me in college. DJ man. Wally D. Long before Polly D. Oh, totally before Polly. Yeah, way before Polly D. Way before Polly D. This is what you're missing if you don't come to the Purple Seriously. Game tonight. Absolutely. This hundred percent. And you're in a little concert. Oh, right. We're ready. Every, we're every ready. game night. Every yeah. game night, we got our own concert going. Yeah. So before we uh, before we end today, I, I wanted to think of a kind of a question that a lot of people have asked me in what the past, got? and I was like, I really don't know we're, the answer to this. Asking for a friend. We're asking for a friend, <laughs> unnamed friend. Okay. Got? So the question is: Is there any going to be ever any talk of a men's soccer team? I think there's always talk. Okay. I, th I think I could tell you right now that if Stephen F. Uh, or any other program uh, started a Division One men's uh, mm -hmm. program in mm -hmm. this region of the state, yeah, uh, I feel very confident that it would be competing at the highest level. You know, in a very very short time. I think I can that, agree with um, that. I think that from a, from a funding standpoint, mm -hmm. from a resource standpoint, mm -hmm. it would take a pretty significant commitment. Right. To, uh, from outside uh, interests. Absolutely. Uh, but I think that, you know, when you have a facility like ours and yeah. you're investing in it, uh, I think that the idea that we could ticket, you know, two mm -hmm. different sports and we yeah. can begin to kind Absolutely. of facilitate that. But I tell you what, there's no doubt the community would embrace it. Uh -huh. There is no I doubt our so. program. Would I mean, because there's it. a men's club Wait. team, right? There is. Yeah. There's a men's club team. So I feel like, you know, some of those guys could easily. Well, I, I feel like, yeah. I mean, Nacogdoches just has got to be one of the meccas of mint soccer I mean, the home, hometown Clint of that's, right. that's what i'm saying i mean what a huge right. recruiting that's tool right. first of all having this new facility huge recruiting tool no, that's right not just also, for not just for your girls but also for yeah. if there would be a potential guys team sure. and awareness and support within the community yeah and i mean i think you know we we see we see some of our competitors in league play i even saw some power five competitors talking mm -hmm. about how they set new attendance records with a thousand people 11 yeah i mean we We've done that yeah. multiple times Easily. for six years. 100%. And so I think if you had a men's program too, I mean, there's no doubt that yeah. it would be embraced and accepted. Absolutely. I think there are some administrative challenges. Of course. Some within right. our control, certainly, but some, a lot of them out of our control mm -hmm. that would prevent that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, I tell you what, it's not a question of talking about it. It's a question of having the help to do it. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we could sweet talk Clint Dempsey to be like assistant coach. Hey, you know, <laughs> getting, getting him involved. I mean, he's retired now. He's retired. He's retired. You have nothing home. going on when you're retired. I mean, Come on. Come on. He's not he's not like Landon Donovan where he's on the you know on their commentating. What are you doing, Clint? I mean, we know your brother. We, do we yeah, have I mean right. who, right. who do we need to come talk to? Come back, home. come back home and you know, finish raising your kids in you know little town, Texas. Hey, you know, I, yeah. I love raising my kids here and, and I know that he loves to fish and fishing is my jam. So he, yeah. you know, that's what yeah. I do. So Clint, if you're listening, we'll tag you in this, Clint. Um, whether or not you'll watch listen is come come back and spearhead the yeah. 
SFA men's soccer. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> we know you got it in you. No, awesome. Great. Great. Oh, my God. So anything else you would like to talk about today? No, anything keep, else you want to know? Keep rocking and rolling. You yes. guys are doing great. Uh, appreciate all the, the effort and energy you put into this. And it's always oh, always Mom. great to know people yeah. care. So we do. Uh, yeah. speak, speak the truth. Do what you do and have we a blast do. doing it. Yeah. And I guess one last thing before we end this is um, obviously, like you said, that supporters and everything is a big deal. And, mm -hmm. you know, anytime that people donate, especially the Purple Lights Fund. Sure. That's um, it. We this is something that, of course, Tyler's been spearheading. And so mm -hmm. anytime people. Time. Yeah. Anytime people can donate money um, or donate time or effort or volunteerism, that's something that, you know, is pretty important, too. So Huge. definitely if you're listening, make sure that if you're not a Purple Lights Fund Member, subscriber, whatever Tyler calls us, Purple Light Funders, <laughs> or whatever we are, uh, make sure that you have, if you haven't done that, you do that because, right. um, you know, obviously, majority of what happens on campus athletic wise comes from donations. And that program is continuing to grow, and you're going to see it's more huge. more of a soccer yeah. presence in those materials and yes. in that programming going into next year with some mm -hmm. of the stuff we're doing now. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can't wait. We yeah, can't wait. It's going to be a blast. Wally. Thank you so much yeah. for taking time to talk with us. Oh. This will not be the first time we will talk, obviously. Um, we appreciate it. And also, if you want to catch Wally, sometimes will you be doing the uh, Monday Night Coaches Show, too? I will. I will. Yeah. On occasion, uh, when I get the invitation, and yeah. we have something cool to talk about. Uh, and that's at Baldock Cap Alley, yep, Monday night, 7 o'clock. So sometimes Wally will be there, yeah. giving a little uh, chit-chat to right. Rob Myers about upcoming soccer and anything that's going it. on with the Lumberjack Sports Institute. So. Nope. We're so excited. We'll and don't worry, guys. We'll keep you up to date on anything else coming up with, obviously, women's soccer, the Lumberjack Sports Institute slash Youth Institute, and, of course, the tokens and awesome. everything else that's happening with that. Yeah. So stick around. Thank you, Wally, again. We appreciate it. And, uh, of course, you're listening to Pardon Me, Alex. Always remember, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. <laughs>